Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Buckle up, strap yourself in, and get ready. Welcome to The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. This is our uh, live, last live weekend of broadcasts for 2016. We'll be playing uh, best off shows for the uh, for the end of the year, but uh, this weekend we are live. Lots of territory to cover later on in the hour, or at least later on in the program. Uh, Joe Oliver is going to be with us, the former federal finance minister, and we'll talk to Joe Oliver about the uh, federal carbon tax, the Alberta carbon tax, and Ontario's cap-and-trade tax. He's not a fan of any of them, as a few of us are not. And um, uh, later on this hour, Fran Coombs is going to be back with us from Rasmussen Polling. A lot of consternation in the United States over the, uh, the Electoral College's vote on Monday as 538 electors will make the final decision on who the president of the United States is going to be. And a few of them or very few that we know of, have said that they will not vote the way they're supposed to. One of them that we know of, a Texas elector, will not vote for Donald Trump, as he's mandated to do because of the way the state of Texas voted. And uh, another one who's supposed to vote for Hillary Clinton won't, although he's trying to persuade Republican electors to change their vote. It's a really sort of a muddled mess. But, and we'll talk to one of the, uh, the electors tomorrow who's received death threats. Um, so Fran Coombs is going to be talking to us about what Americans think of this whole mess. For most people, the election was over on the 8th of November. They thought that was it. But some of the electors are saying, no, 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 it's, it's really up to us. The 100-plus million Americans who voted, well, they're not really the deciders. We are. So we will have that story for you tomorrow and today here on the show. We're going to begin, though, with this. And I'm just going to read from iPolitics.ca. Just a a few lines, opening story, uh, opening lines from the story. Borrowing from the old Canadian Alliance playbook, conservative leadership candidate Kelly Leach's latest policy proposal is a system of citizen-initiated referendums that would allow Canadians to regularly hold referendums to amend existing legislation and demand the introduction of new legislation. And I'd forgotten about the fact that the Canadian Alliance and Stockwell Day had proposed that. And the story goes on to to challenge the whole idea. Fair enough. Challenge is fine. But it's also an issue that we have talked about a great deal on this program over the years. And I think it would be a terrific idea, a terrific plan for this country to adopt this, this program, this idea, this constitutional right for you and me and any other Canadian to submit an idea, to submit prospective legislation, to submit prospective amendments to legislation, not to the politicians, but to our fellow Canadians. So if you had an idea, for example, to challenge the carbon tax, you might 
on official government sites pose a question or introduce a resolution that no federal carbon tax should go forward. And if enough Canadians, and the number would have to be determined, if enough Canadians signed on to that that, 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 uh, suggestion of yours, then on regularly scheduled referendum times each year, the question would appear on a ballot. Your question would appear. Should the national carbon tax be abolished? The notion of a national carbon tax be abolished. And then the rest of the country would vote on it. And what the majority of Canadians decided is what the politicians would have to do. So it wouldn't matter what Justin Trudeau wanted. It wouldn't matter what Brad Wall wanted. It wouldn't matter what anyone wanted other than Canadians, other than the voters, the citizens of this country. And it could be anything. It could be any issue. Just as the Swiss have done for over 700 years. It's in their national constitution. So a Swiss citizen has an idea, puts forward a resolution. A few years ago, the Swiss government wanted to buy a whole series of new fighter jets. And somebody's idea was, we don't need them. And so they put forward the idea, or the notion, or the motion, that the fighter jets should not be bought. And enough Swiss Swiss citizens signed on to that notion that it got onto the actual ballot And by majority, Swiss citizens said, we don't believe the government should be buying new new fighter jets, and so the government did not, because they're constitutionally bound to do what the people tell them to do. And we've talked a lot on this show, particularly over the last number of months, with the U.S. election campaign, about the populist movement, which has people frustrated with the status quo, with the elites making decisions. And I think this whole notion, this whole approach of referenda and citizens making decisions for government would go a long way to diffusing the populist anger. If we could, by majority, tell governments what to do, there would be true democracy, and I think a great deal of the unhappiness would disappear. In Ontario, you could challenge Premier Wynne's cap-and-trade. You could agree to it, or you could challenge it. It would be entirely up to the people of the province, because you could have the referendums nationally, you could have them provincially. So what we're going to do when we come back, we're going to take a quick break here. When we come back, we'll talk to Luzi Stamm. He's the vice president of the Swiss People's Party. He's a member of the Swiss National Parliament, and we've talked to Mr. Stamm about this particular methodology of involving voters, in fact, giving voters the right, the constitutional right, to direct government, not to be directed by government, but in fact to direct government. I want to say one more thing. For reasons I cannot fathom, a significant percentage of Canadians, perhaps a majority of Canadians, don't like this idea, don't feel comfortable with the notion of citizens telling the government what to do between elections. I can't fathom why that is. We'll open the phone lines to you and your thoughts as well this hour, but when we come back, Lutzi Stamm, from the Swiss government, a vice president of the Swiss People's Party and member of the Swiss National Parliament. Stay with us on The Green Show.